We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah Oh, that burn. Don't I feel... You know what? I was feeling really silly. Like, I'm sitting here watching, looking back and forth, and you guys just chugging your beers, and then I saw the faces both of you made oh, after that. That one burned a little bit. Yeah, I tried to chug it during the intro. I did it, uh, so one down, but yeah, that didn't feel great. But um, uh, I gotta start off <laughs> hot. Like start. Welcome, everybody, to The Last Call Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me are my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. Um, so we are not doing a live episode this week. Uh, this week we are. Oh no, no! Keep up the facade. This, yeah, is, this live. is live. If you didn't see, you didn't. You didn't have. You weren't subscribed to Twitch or anything. Should have been there. Uh, but I'm trying to do a better job on social media of keeping track and posting of when we're going to be live, letting people know ahead of time. So schedule programming, right? I know uh, the Game of Thrones prequel just came out. Schedule. We're back to schedule programming every Sunday at 9 p.m. You got to be there to watch the whatever. Do you guys like that with shows? Like, so say, I know it was very standard when we were younger that you had to wait every single week to watch some episode of whatever cartoon or whatever show you're you're watching with your parents. I feel like Netflix, when it first came out, ruined me because you could instantly binge watch a whole show in one go. And so now I literally will refuse to watch a TV show until I can binge watch all of it. Yes. I agree. I I've done that with multiple series where this it's middle of the season and I just will not watch it until the season ends so that I can just binge the whole thing. And a lot of it for me is a little bit conditioning. It's also I forget what happened last week. I need to, I like I like the continuation of the storyline rather than having to like re-remember, oh yeah, that happened or this well, happened. If you notice a lot of TV shows back in the day used to have a like a three to four minute recap of the previous episodes like if you looked at it you know most tv shows were only 30 minutes so then you cut down five minutes for um commercials you're at 25 minutes of content and then you cut off another three to four to five minutes of a recap from last week so every week you're only getting effectively 20 minutes of new content as opposed to when if you could just binge watch it all you can get all 27 or however many minutes it is here's a here's a hot take i i think netflix releasing episodes like all at once when they give you like all six episodes of uh what was the big one that came out this year stranger things no uh the game the game show i already forgot it oh squid game games show. oh squid, squid games, games. Squid yeah, yeah, game. yeah 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 was it right? six or eight episodes six eight episodes whatever, whatever it was, it was yeah. you know they just released all those episodes and then there were people that had it finished within the first day Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty much immediately after it was released, and however long that content was, they were done. Like immediately, binge mm-hmm. watch it through. The thing is, everybody goes online, they spoil it, they ruin it, they talk about it. All it, it blows up so quickly, and then dies out so quickly. It, it burns bright and then dies out. And then now people are like, "What's next?" Yeah. And now they have to keep finding the next thing to give you, the next thing to give you. And rather than stretching this out and having some good content, they're looking for these big spurts of energy. I mean, it generates their money. I, I guess the way that I, the way that I think they do it is that they have their Netflix originals that they have that they do this with. So Stranger Things, Squid Games, you, you name it here. 
Um, but they also have, they build their library on content that people like to watch repeatedly. So you have, like they used to have The Office and, you know, Parks and Rec and all that stuff. So like people would watch the new stuff and binge watch it immediately. But then they're straight back to watching those same sitcoms that they watched the last five years in a row. And they just put those on repeat. So the name of that one is Show Goes Into... What's it? What's it called? Legacy or whatever? Yeah, just whatever. reruns. Reruns, yeah. I uh, there's an exact word for it. I can't remember what it is, but I'll, I'll look it up. I think it depends on the type of show. Um, I think okay, so if it, it it has to be kind of an artsy thing for me to be like more scheduled programming. Like I don't know that I because I didn't watch The Office when it first came out. I was too young to think about or enjoy the office so that's not something i feel like a show that i would have tuned in every single week to watch if that's when they released a new episode of the office like it's hard for me to believe back in the day that sitcoms where it's that 20 minutes Mm -hmm. were scheduled programming whereas like game of thrones was an hour-long episode every single week so i was dedicated to that hour Versus a 30-minute sitcom. Welcome to the the consumer wanting more and more and more. I think they obviously set a precedent when they started doing hour-long episodes, which back in the days was like 45-minute episodes because you had still more uh, commercial breaks that you had to allow for there. Um, But nowadays, yeah, I guess I think most people are looking at, I want an hour of my time to be for this show, not just 20, 30 minutes. If two shows came out on the exact same date, but one released all of its episodes when it aired, and the other one was scheduled programming, would you watch all of the... Would you binge the entire one show before watching the next one? Or would you... Like, how would you handle that? Because in my opinion, if I can watch all of the episodes of a season of a show that I like before I go into scheduled programming for the other show, I'm going to do that. I'm going to binge watch before I go to scheduled programming. Yeah, I do that. Uh, I, I mean, I kind of do that currently. There's a show that I've watched for, I don't know, shit, six years now, six or seven years. Um, it's an ongoing anime, but there's over a thousand episodes. And I got caught up to, like, episode 900, and then I stopped watching it because I was like I don't want to catch all the way up because I'm, I don't want to wait every single week so I, I went I think a year and a half without watching any episodes and I watched a whole bunch of other shows in between then and then now I just picked it back up because they have like story arcs and so this most recent story arc is finally finished so I was like okay I'll, I can have closure to watch it up until the end of the story arc but then I'm going to have to wait X amount of years until it's finished again how long are these episodes? 20 minutes oh okay so it's like pretty quick it's, it's basically it's been running since like the 1998 i think oh my god that's long. yeah that's a what are some of the longest running shows like season wise um what's that was it's the uh is that soap opera the young and the restless or something isn't it going on for like 30 years yeah so soap operas but they're they're constantly changing characters I'm, i'm talking more about a show that has like the same group of the same characters throughout the entire thing um syndication was the word i was looking for earlier yeah yeah when show goes into syndication i mean i you could say the simpsons but that's still a cartoon so like that's never you're always gonna have those same characters you're You're just gonna get live yeah i'm talking about live live. so seinfeld was nine seasons uh the office was six or seven uh i thought it was eight is the office eight seasons uh we're on it right now uh oh man 
Friends was Friends was ten. Friends you know had a lot. It was ten, se- ten, ten seasons. Ten seasons. Ten years. I don't know if you want to call Supernatural it. Supernatural had fifteen. It's always sunny. CSI. CSI has been around. That's true. with the same characters well, yeah, there's, though. Well, there's yeah. all, well, there's so many different CSIs. But CSI I, Miami of, NCIS. Yeah, there's so many of them. One of the longest nine seasons for The Office. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Mash. W- one of the most longest and most underrated shows, I think. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I think they're on their 16th or 17th season. And I it's always, all the same characters. I always forget about that show, mainly because I've seen, I've only seen like three or four episodes. It's always in passing at a friend's house where they're watching it. I'm like, oh, it's oh, always sunny. Okay, cool. And I'll watch like one or two. And I'm like, okay. And then never touch it again. I was, I, I really like that show. I find it very funny, but it is hard to binge watch because it's just so crazy. It's almost like emotion. It's like draining to watch five episodes of it back to back to back to back just because there's so much madness going on the entire time so okay three more uh sitcoms i think all these are sitcoms general hospital uh days of our lives yep uh it's not and, a soap opera yeah yeah oh is it, it? Is? yeah i think it is days of no our i lives said those is. are all yeah soap operas and then as the world turns all uh 58 56 and 54 respectively jesus christ uh, i want to throw this one out there uh because it technically does have the same characters Sesame Street, 50, 53 <laughs> seasons. So that's that's, that's up not wrong. Do you think that hand's still up there? Like, yeah, Honestly, it's impressive. Saturday Night Live is on this list. SNL forty seven. I guess that is. That's pretty crazy. I know it's not the same cast every time, but that's still. I didn't know it was going on that long. Once a week. Yeah, that's once a week. But when's the last time you ever tuned in to watch Saturday Night Live? Probably like a year last ago. Saturday. Last Saturday. No, I'm just kidding. Jerry Springer show. I mean, that's the same guy. That's the same. Totally revolving characters, except for one person. Oh, so. Mari stopped this yeah. year. Damn, a lot of talk shows. I wonder who has the longest talk show running. <sighs> I don't know because there, there because were a lot all, of them that were like all the classic guys. Yeah, like Jay Leno's Jay gone. Leno, Dave Letterman. They're gone. Yeah, they're um, on a they're on a new group. Yeah, for a while. I mean, th- those ones were around for the longest time, and then now we've just all of a sudden they all retired at the same time and now we've got a new group it's it's crazy to me how long shows can run and like what shows and things that like people pick up and and revere as like being so good or you know having such uh staying power in in the media and stuff this is leading into another topic that i was going to bring up but were you going to say something, Sean? Say? Uh, I was looking at the talk show host stuff. The Johnny Carson aired for 30 seasons between 1962 and 1992. For uh, Carson went into the 90s? Yeah. Like with Johnny Carson? The, the Tonight Show. Yeah. Dude, I didn't know he went into the 90s. Yeah, but, but Leno has the record for having hosted the greatest number of total televised episodes. Okay. So that must mean they did more episodes per of, season per or something. Season, yeah, that's fair. But that's still thirty years of. Uh, that's pretty crazy. From nineteen sixty two to nineteen ninety, that's basically two years. I think before my dad was born, up until when I was born. Not many people that could say that they worked that same job for that long. Nope, no, not anymore. Not no. I mean, you're lucky if you get somebody that stays like more than two or three years at this yeah. point. Like people are constantly switching my longest, jobs. Yeah, my longest tenure was five. Yeah, so yeah. I beat that. Um, 
But speaking of like staying power and things that like people revere, I saw a video earlier of a guy talking about movies that have 99% rotten tomato scores. Is so, that so is that critic or is that audience? It's just it, so the rotten tomato score is a mix of both. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I so they so the, it's the it's the overall, I think. I don't know, this is just the 99% club an ode to the almost perfect movie. So it's 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. So I, I think it's just their overall score. So I wanted to go through some of these to see if they surprised you at all. And some of these I've never even heard of. Not not for like awards, nothing. But they're still 99%. So one came out in 2019, Apollo 11. I didn't even is, know that was a movie. Is that the one with Tom Hanks? No, that's Apollo 13. Yeah, and that's an old movie. No, this one came out in 2019. Apollo 11, 99 percent. What? Yeah, I didn't, no, I never. I, Hold on. I was thinking of Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> uh, Casablanca, obviously. I've a, heard of that. Obviously yeah. a classic. Never seen it, but you know it's revered as. I've a, seen bits of it, and I'm not impressed. But you know, hey, here we are. Um, eighth Grade, made in 2018. Guess who the director was? Wait, what was the movie? The- a- eighth Grade. Oh. I have no idea. Bo Burnham. Oh, really? Interesting. Bo Burnham, the comedian, uh, directed that movie, Eighth Grade, 2018, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I guess, I, well, I guess one caveat I'd like to know is what's the sample size here of what we consider? Is it how many critics oh, to the audience? You're you're going to... I'm going to tell you some movies because I looked at the list before the show and you're going to... I'm going to show you some movies and you're going to be like, how? Um, Finding Nemo. I can see that. It's a great one. movie. I can see that. Finding one. Nemo, two thousand three, ninety nine percent. I think that Shrek better be on generally. Double oh seven Goldfinger. It's a good movie. Nineteen sixty four. I've seen. Although, that. if you go back, wait. Oh, oh, sorry, Goldfinger. I was. Yeah, not gold. I not gold. No, sorry, not gold. I think that one. I think that one gets skewed for me because of nostalgia of the N sixty four game. Yeah. Right. I think that's fair. Everyone latches onto those things. Yeah. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon, 2010, 99%. Mm. Like, so, good movie, entertaining movie, but 99%, like, it's not, I don't know that it's an artistic masterpiece. I know it's it's kind of long running, um, you know. I mean, they have a franchise at this point, right? I think there's like three or four movies. I remember hearing about this one, Lady Bird, in 2017. That was up for some awards. Um Starring uh, Timothy Chalamet. Chal- Chal- yeah. I think Chalamet sounds right. right. Yep. I- I've heard that name. It sounds like an actor but- name. So Lady Bird's in there. Um, McQueen, 2018. Is it I like think- Lightning McQueen? No, I think it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen? Ka-chow. Yeah. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. Uh, no, so McQueen, twenty eighteen, ninety nine percent. I've got a, I've got a topic on the car that we need to talk about. Yeah, let's so we'll do. No, that. no, no. We'll, we, so, so there's only there's two more that I wanted to bring up because these are the two that I'm like, how, how. First one, Paddington two. Are we talking about like the bear? Paddington, Paddington the bear, the bear? two. Uh-huh. Made in 2017, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Haven't seen it, but how? It was a hit with the kids. But if you're a movie critic, how are you still? I mean, maybe they only maybe they only sold to movie critics with kids. Like this must have been an emotional roller coaster of a movie, isn't that? I think Paddington Two might be the one where Paddington goes to jail. 
I'm pretty, point, I'm pretty is sure he old, and, is he old enough to go to jail at this point? Dude, I don't know. He did something. Yeah. But, yeah, I think... Well, now I'm thinking back at Sesame Street, they're probably old enough to go to jail. Probably, How would they not got... You tell, I, you I, you I tell me Elmo's lived that squeaky clean of a life. There's no chance. <laughs> He's evading taxes for fucking shit. What sure. about Oscar Absolutely. the Grouch in the trash can? Not uh, loitering? <laughs> squatting? Squatting. Yes. Yes. Hey, squatter's rights, all right? He's got it. So Paddington 2, 99%. And and here's the one that I I had to I looked at cross-eyed. Sean the Sheep the movie. Half of them I've never heard of. Sean the Sheep. Is that the claymation one? Yes. Oh, Sean the Sheep. It was, I don't know, remember if it was on one of the kids' networks. It was like Nickelodeon or Disney or something like that. But Sean the Sheep, the movie in 2015 got 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. God. So I'm really starting to think that Rotten Tomatoes is not a good source for what the best movies are. They just love kids' movies. Apparently. Paddington 2, Sean the Sheep. I'm sure there were other kids' movies on here, but. Man, uh, you you, Finding you have to Nemo, want... How to Train Your Dragon, like those are all kids' movies, those dude. Movies. I'm, what's what's Rotten Tomatoes based out of? Like who who? Uh, it's is cri- it critics. It's critics it... and audience. It's critics and audience score to give As you the overall to Rotten Tomato score. IMDb. What is is that only a I think, critic group? I think I don't know. I don't know what IMDb is. But so, I mean, do we have the populist another... factor of of? But, you know how like a, a ton of people really love it and but there i mean there are movies that i absolutely love that i think are hilarious or super fun or witty or whatever and they get bad scores on imdb or rotten tomatoes so i feel like you have to have the critic versus like the audience because it could be a, a cult favorite you're saying it it, it cancels out I, I think it balances it because yeah, the critics might say oh this is an artistic masterpiece and everybody's like that was dog shit but so then I can tell which which of those two is the uh, the consumer versus the yeah the, the critic. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was ass. That was ass. <laughs> that was disgusting. IMDb seems to be only run by uh, fan reviews, snooty people, fan and critical reviews, but, snooty. But it's a, a fan operated movie database. The the white balance was slightly off in this scene. Disgusting. I couldn't believe you've done this. See, that's the thing. I my movie criticism. If I if I I think I'd have fun as a movie critic because I would just rip everything and like I would give the highest praise to the worst movies for various reasons. Oh, there's there's a couple of YouTube channels that are f- hilarious for that. Oh, like, the real reviews. Yes, yeah, like they'll they'll have uh, yeah they're all just cinema. Cinema is really Cinemasins, good. Cinema but then they also have Cinema Wins. Then you have How It Should Have Ended. Like, there's so many really good YouTube channels that like actually accurately display how people are thinking during a movie like yeah what the fuck was that and like was yep count that one count that one count that one so for movies for me it has to do one of two things be hyper realistic to where i can't poke holes in it or two it has to be so removed from reality that i can i get that this isn't supposed to be real and it's like when you try to balance if you try to balance the realism with the suspended reality i get upset because my brain doesn't want to do that. It's either you suspend reality completely. Like, for example, the movie John Wick. I love the movie oh, John Wick. I just Wick. talked about this earlier today. I love... Actually, that's I, I, I'm a hypocrite. That's That movie does two, two things. It does do reality. Like, his movement and tactical ability when he moves through is actually... He trained for that movie. You, know, the, you also, like... The one funny thing is that if people will love to try and, like... When you're watching action movies, you have the guy who has a pistol and he's just shooting forever. 
but like he yeah, actually, doesn't have to reload or he whatever. Doesn't have to reload. They actually do like realistic. Like he has to reload after a couple of shots. He has to exchange guns. He has to do this, this, and this. Um, and yeah. I agree with you. He does a lot of things very well with the realism, but at the same time, the premise is so stupid. It's not even the premise. It's more of like it's one of those things where. Like the human body has limits, and so he's sitting here and fighting forty dudes. He's been stabbed three times. He got shot once, and I'm like, as much of a badass as you are, you're just your body's gonna give up at some point. Like you can't just keep trudging through this. You know, he's been awake for twenty four hours. He's still going. He's fighting fifteen more people. Oh wait, he's jumping. Out. He's got, he got hit by three cars right now. I'm you, like ribs are crushed. Heavy fucked up. Have you he ever made it with a starfish? You didn't see that scene. I did not. Deleted scene. You oh, better go shit. check it out. I might have to. You ever uh, seen? Like you can look this up online if you want to. The statistics behind John Wick, and it's like he fired this many shots. This many headshots this is how many he put on target this is how these are the different weapons that he killed people with insane yeah like somebody went through and literally calculated how all of these different statistics from john wick because that movie was so anal about telling exactly what what was like i just watched john wick 2 last night and i still haven't seen that i've only seen the original oh the two and three are great um but in two there's a scene where he goes in and he gets the he like talks he calls him the smallier because he's like oh wow he's at the continental but the guy like goes through all these guns he's like recommending all these very specific model of guns so it makes it really easy for these people that want to get really anal about it like oh yeah the Glock whatever like that, it, it couldn't do that like what's the extended clip on there like with the grip like I don't even understand so like I could see why people get so into it it's because like they they know the name of all of it and then for the really big gun fanatics just like with you know Warner here and Car Fanatic you can look at something and know what it is when other people are like how the hell did you know that was that was what it was? Like, yeah. oh well, yeah. If you look at the grip and also the iron sight there, that's clearly this. I'm like, what? Ident- I- I- identifiable, identifiable features. Yeah, yeah. and just it's it's, very easy. So I can see why people deep dive on it. Yeah. So one of my another movie that I started watching it thinking it was supposed to be a serious movie, and I quickly realized that it's a parody of everything. It's the Meg. Did you guys ever see your commercials for the Meg? No. Is that like so? Meg it's where it, it yes, it's where oh. Jason Statham teams up with Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight from The Office, to fight a megalodon. That so that's that's literally the premise of the movie. And so the whole movie it starts out where Jason Statham is a shutaway in Colombia or whatever foreign country. Oh god! And like Rain Wilson shows up and says, "We need your help. It's back." And he's like, I'm done looking for that thing. <laughs> and then he's like, sir, but it involves your daughter. And Jason, St- and Jason Statham's like, I'm in. <laughs> and, you and, son of a bitch. I'm in. It was at that moment where I realized that every every single scene in the movie was a parody of every bad like suspense, horror. Cause it's not a horror movie. It's like Jaws, but it's yeah. just they made it purposefully to be just a horrible horrible jaws movie. so was the was the commercial enough to entice you in or like the preview of it enough oh, to entice you into where you're like oh yeah this is gonna be like an interesting movie let me take and then you get into it and it was it's like oh it's even better because it's hilarious it was jason statham and dwight from the office fighting a mega shark that that was, that was- as dwight that would have been even better. It, it was hard not to look at him as Dwight. And he keeps fucking up and saying, J- I mean, Jason, we got to think about this. Jim, Jason. So I, I'm a very big movie critic, and 
I, I don't talk during movies. I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast. I refu- I won't talk during the movie, but I will let you know how much bullshit I saw in that movie after the fact. But yeah. you'll but you'll laugh when you're alone. I do laugh when I'm alone. That's not that's a normal reaction. You don't laugh. Something isn't funny because other people are around. Something is it just inherently funny. So you like you laugh right, as a I'll natural calm, reaction. Calm down, calm uh, down. You're, you're I didn't triggering, mean to tr- him. I didn't mean to trigger. triggering him. I'll talk I, during movies that I don't believe are gonna be good anyway. So like for example, I watched uh, Day Shift on Netflix with Jamie Foxx with a friend um on Sunday. Absolutely fucking terrible movie. Like, <laughs> terrible movie. Like, it was just like, wow, this is bad. So I'll talk through those movies, but we also went into that movie knowing that it was like, the premise is already weird. Like, so if, it, if people don't know the premise, I'll just, I'll, I'll yeah, the line that they have on the Netflix description is, a man turns to vampire hunting to pay for his daughter's tuition and school supplies. So I was like, wow, this can let, only let me, be good. Let me find ten words up here and let me combine them all yeah. into a sentence. Yeah. Have you? Have you? That's it. There's a there's a South Park episode where they're making fun of the I think Family Guy writers, yeah. and they have manatees with balls, and like the manatees, like each ball has a different word on it or a person, a noun. It and it, they're making fun of Family Guy for essentially being a giant Mad Lib. Like yeah. there's no substance to their humor. It's just like. Okay, Helen Keller during World War Two with a samurai sword, and then yeah. they like make a bit out of it. How do we combine these? Yeah, rock what lobster. do we do? <laughs> and it's rock a great, lobster, it's a great comedy skit. It's, Don't knock it. Ten, 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 that is, and then it, it was is, preceded by E Rock Lobster. It yes, was way different. Yes. So I'm gonna throw this out there. I think we have a last call that we could potentially do. Um, we're going to find 10-ish movies or so that the three of us have seen, and then we're going to rate them. And then we're going to come up with an average score, figure out which one out of these is our, from the, the Last Call podcast, what we think out of those 10 movies I'm, are I'm the a, best. I, I like that idea. It's fun. I like that a lot. It's fun. Write Except that down. Write it down so we don't forget it. One of you two with the laptops. Hey, write it down so we don't forget it. I'll write it down. I'll write it down. I will say I I wish I had the the people who created this video but there was a different podcast I saw a clip of and they went bargain bin hunting mm-hmm. and they had to I forget exactly what it was but essentially they took the Rotten Tomato score of the movies that they found in the like $5 bin at like Walmart or whatever oh yeah yep. and it was like who could find the best movie in the bargain bin at walmart and it was like you had to find it was the difference between the two so you had to find the worst movie you could possibly find and the, the best. best movie you but could possibly only find in the five dollar bin only in the the bargain bin it wasn't you couldn't go to the dvd section it was whatever right before checkout that bin that you know you walk by and it's got 50 million oh, movies yeah, in it just absolutely stacked with them you had to find the worst movie you could possibly find in the best movie and the person with the biggest discrepancy won so like if you had got a rotten tomato score of 10 and then you found another one that had a rotten tomato score of 90 like that's a pretty good discrepancy yeah. between the best and the worst movie in the same bin yeah true. so i thought that was a really cool idea that Just they did saying you find national treasure in there <laughs> done all right so hold on okay we're gonna do this for fun over. right now for, for fun right now sean you and i or, or let's all guess 
what is the Rotten Tomato score? Some one of oh, you is going to have to okay. look it up. But what is the Rotten Tomato score of national the original National Treasure? Don't look it up yet, I'm Sean. Just typing the words. Okay, in. I'm going to give National Rotten Treasure Rotten Tomato score. Right. Rotten Tomato score. Okay. I think they did it injustice. I'm going to say 37. percent 37. So I, certified I, rotten. I think. I think it's dirty. I think they did it dirty. What what would I have given it? I would have given it probably like a fifty eight, but I'm thinking that the I think they did. I'm saying thirty seven is what Rotten Tomato says. Uh, I'm gonna throw this out there. I think it's at least a sixty two. I would Ooh. give it at least a seventy five percent. You would give it seventy five? Yeah, I like it. But you think sixty two? I'm, I'm biased. Okay. It, it I'm completely off, but I'm not throwing it. He really loved. The I'm, not throwing, it. I'm not <laughs> throwing it. I'm not throwing Nicholas Cage under the bus. He, he I'm not doing it. Him and Ghost Rider. Ooh, goddamn. Um, it's gonna be bad. I guess I'm gonna say they probably gave it. I don't. I feel like they went middle of the road with it. I feel like there was like a, it was a nice like I don't know fifty two to fifty five percent. But then my score for it is how average of you guys? I don't know fifty percent. Mine is I, I hated that movie honestly I thought it was you, the dumbest premise of, really because yeah, it's, it's like one step worse than a Da Vinci Code we like, at good. the last call podcast are now looking for a third host uh, uh, <laughs> so I'll give it, my personal score is like a forty five all right let's Jesus. see what it is all right National Treasure oh uh, oh so it was rated at a forty six percent so my personal score was very close but the audience score was seventy six percent so see. his Oh, so you, so he was yeah. the audience. He was, it's like it's like those are not just my. You were in the poll, like you were the guy. Me and he, my fifty thousand votes. He spammed yes. that poll. He was like, I fucking love this movie. When, <laughs> when he came in there and then he put the, the whatever on the on the Declaration of Independence. I loved it. It was great. And then he just yeah. review after hey, review. It's on. Like, you put it's the, like, when you put the women on there and it re- reveals the map. Mind <laughs> genius. Mind the invisible ink. That's great. You're like the guy that's a part of the Family Feud poll, <laughs> and then you. Get to go on Family Feud, so yeah. you know the answers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great movie. So forty six. Well, I'm good with the critic consensus. Yeah, forty six. I I I thought they did it much dirtier. I I so I was kind of in the middle. My guess was it's, so it's funny so. like the critic consensus says national treasure is no treasure but it's a fun ride <laughs> for those who can forgive its highly improbable plot. <laughs> Nick. Sorry for having fun. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. So it says you like, might. All, you said you that, might. that rating right there alone. That 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 comment says it. It's, it's, it has you might also all right, like. judgy. <laughs> literally enjoy their the movie. I'm, I'm literally their job. Grab another popcorn. I'm looking at this this category. It says you might also like. So I just want people to know that critics rated eight below with Paul Walker with the, it was it was a, it was like a the snow dog movie the snow dog movie at a seventy three percent. Critics did yes seventy three percent. The audience did seventy nine percent. So National Treasure lost to Paul Walker with snow dogs. I don't think Paul Walker was in the movie half the time. I'm pretty sure he was just the dogs. Yeah. Well, that's that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah, there was no talking. There was just dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, Edgy. <laughs> ahead of its time. Truly ahead of its I'm time. Done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, all right. So let's go back to you said you had a story about a car uh, after, after our Lightning McQueen mix-up. So I kind of I gave it away here, but all right. Uh, so a news article got posted, or not a not a news article, but a screenshot of a document was produced this week 
Was it the Declaration of Independence? It was not the Declaration of Independence, and there was not women squirted on the back of it. Um, There was a document that basically said, hey, you agree to pay X amount of dollars as your down payment uh, to hold your reservation. This uh, will be applied towards your car payment, um, and you agree to pay X amount of dollars over MSRP. Right. How much are you willing to pay over? This is going to be a stupid question. I know it is. Over MSRP on a car, but I'm going to throw this out there. How much are you willing to throw or pay extra on top of what you would normally pay for something like that? How much, like, if you really want something, how much are you willing to pay more than what it's worth? It's not a stupid question because you have a, a lot of collectible items. I mean, that's why they go to auction. Yeah. You have these different items that go to auction and they start the bidding at, let's say, $10,000 and then they go up and up and up. So something's only worth as much as you'll pay for it. What I'm going to say, uh, speaking of which, I have to check my Earth 2. Oh, <laughs> my. Why have you not? I don't understand why you haven't sold it. I, I haven't looked at it. I have because, no idea what it's worth. You can't retire yet. That's the problem. I have he, no he idea. Wants to, he wants to, nobody will buy it. Movie Pass is coming back, by the way, fun fact. Really? Yeah. Uh, if you, By the way, okay, I'm going to throw this out there for anybody. Oh, this is going to release after. the. There's a waiting list. You can join the waiting list to get back into Movie Pass this Thursday, which is the 20-something. I don't even know what something. Movie Pass is. It would be the 25th. Yeah, we're not recording on a Friday if you didn't figure that out already. Um, so on the 25th, you knew that off the top of your head. Uh, you can join the waiting list for Movie Pass to get Quick back pass. into it. But like, there's a limited supply, first come, first serve type of thing. So fun blast from the past thing. I better text Ryan because he's the only Movie Pass oh, I ha- I ever. Oh, I had it. I Did had you really? it. I also bought into Helios and Matheson, the company that owned Movie Pass. Did not work out for me. <laughs> it did not, no, because the premise was a little weird. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it is. But then, like AMC came out with their own kind of stuff. We're going back into movies. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. I got really sad. How much there. would you pay over whatever? Yes, amount? that's yeah. where we were. So, so regardless, you, but but you it depends it, because it very well because of the collectible. So it depends on the thing. But with a diminishing asset such as a car, I'm not paying over asking price. I will go find a different car. If it was a collectible car, let's say it was a, a diminishing what, asset only pertains to a lot of consumer cars but certain ones no so what's what's a collectible car in warner you're the car guy what's a collectible car just name something that's like a high value collectible car i mean you're looking at any first edition of a well received or wanted car so like yeah uh, so the new c8 corvettes the the first one that ever came the center engine the mid-engine something that's low production Low production is always going to be good. Yep. Uh, something that's a rare edition where it's like, this is only, there is this edition of it and that's it. You know, like a, a one of 10 collection out of this group. Um, so, so, I mean, that, it, that's it, it's kind of hard to define. But, but that's something where, okay, it depends on how into it I am. If I'm a super yeah. high end car guy and I see that, okay, I'm willing to pay more. But if I'm not paying over asking price, or MSRP for a Ford F-150 standard edition that I could go to any dealership and get. But you can't right now. But you can't right now. 
then I then I'm gonna wait because yeah. I don't care. It's a standard. There's nothing special about it, unless my car broke down on the side or blew up in a fire, and I absolutely need a car. It's like, the only time you're willing to pay over. That's the only time. Yeah. Now I was gonna bring up the housing market because that's a little bit different. Because like the housing market right now is still stupid, and I one of my buddies actually put in an offer for fifty thousand dollars over asking price. Jesus, and lost. Yeah, that's I'm insane. Not, I'm not surprised, honestly. It's and insane. lost. I'm not surprised. So I'm not willing to do that. Housing, a little bit different. If I love this house, whatever, I'm willing to go a little bit over. Cars in this case, absolutely not. Housing is a different thing because housing typically appreciates and is usually a safe asset. Ver- versus a car. Versus a car, which is going to depreciate but over time. I think time. his like example was the yeah, car. but was a car. Right. Which, so, but, but, but if there's I anything, was just talking a more general conversation. Yeah, outside of the car, is there anything that you would pay over for just because of your maybe the love for it or something in general it's a collectible item it's something collectible whether it's sports memorabilia or like a car like a classic car that i can get or something you know something like that but typically no i mean i'm not going if mcdonald's is charging me three dollars for a classic <laughs> bundle <laughs> i'm not paying five dollars for but that bundle know, but you know that burger is gonna look the exact same it looked at when you got it in 20 <laughs> years because of all the preservatives that are in there so it's, you know it's, it's a safe investment you're getting the same quality that you got 20 years later i 100 percent disagree with that <laughs> all right so i'm gonna give it to you here uh there was a man that I, i'm sorry man or woman i don't know um Look at the signature. Signature couldn't tell. Uh, that agreed to pay ninety thousand dollars over MSRP for a C eight C eight Corvette Z six. Okay, so but is that one of those like one of ten things? Or? No, no. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, that's just a standard model. I'm looking this up right now. I believe on Z six Productions. Where did I see this Corvette package? Blah, 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 blah. I'll, I'll find the number of Z06s, but out on the road, we see C6 Z06s, C7 Z06s. see a lot of C7s. All the time. All the time. So this is going to be one of those things where it was like, yeah, it, it was a performance edition of a Corvette, but there's a lot of them. But this man paid ninety thousand dollars over MSRP, almost, which is already probably a hundred thousand dollars. So this man paid one hundred ninety almost two hundred thousand dollars, almost two hundred thousand dollars for a Chevy. I had to. I have Chevy. to feel. I have. It's Corvette. Oh, well, they all, they're not their own brand yet. I, I mean, that's what they're pushing for. Yeah, they try. But it was supposed to be. Uh, I, it looks like statistics twenty five thousand. I don't know. I'm just I, looking at a, a I, headline. I have to believe that that person got absolutely swindled. Like there's hundred yeah, percent. Like they, I don't think that they went in there knowing what MSRP was. I almost no, feel they like do. It's, it's, it's just it's it's a statement factor. That's all it is. So like my even my car, like I, it's there. People paid. Depending on the dealer, like my dealer was great, and I did not pay over MSRP of what my car was worth. But there was plenty of Ford dealerships that charged an arm and a leg over for base model Broncos, and I was like, "Why would you ever pay sixty grand for a base model Bronco when it when MSRP is twenty nine thousand dollars?" So, for those of you that don't know what MSRP 
stands for it's manufacturer suggested retail price. So it's what like Ford for their Bronco suggests that the dealership sell it for. Mm-hmm. So that's not what they make it for. That's what they say you should sell it. This for. is what you should sell it for in order to get your cut. And then we could make our money on the car. Yeah. Yep. So they're always, their advertisements always selling, you know, $5,000 under MSRP. Yes. Blah, 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 and that's you know? like yeah. the weird thing. So I used to work in the car industry. And I'm not going to say this works for every single car manufacturer, but like we have the at cost that what it costs to build said car. And then we sell it to the dealer. The dealer pays for that up front. So the manufacturer already has made their money Back. on on the car that yeah. they produce and whether I don't know what that number is so the MSRP is probably you know X amount of percentage above what it costs to build the car so that way when the dealer buys it they make that much money back on purchasing the car from the manufacturer so I don't know what it is in like auto but in retail if you go to Walmart if you go to any big like chain box store type they're getting 30 to 40 points. That's 30 to 40% markup. Oh, yeah. That's from, pretty standard. From what they bought from the manufacturer. There's That's pretty a, standard. Yeah, I, so it, I would imagine auto has to be similar to that. It's also high, like really high volume. It, I mean, so. it, it depends. Yeah, too on the. It depends on the car and like the sales volumes. So, like if you have a very what's considered a cheap car. Most of the manufacturers are building those almost at cost and then selling them for a little bit, but like they're not making that much money. Yeah. So, I mean, cars are a little bit because they're a high priced item. Yep. And, you know, I mean, there's always people looking for cars, but it's not like a box of cereal that it costs $5 or, no. you know, whatever. You're not, yeah. You're not collecting that. No. So, if you are, it's probably but, something. But at you no point. You need to find a new hobby. But, but at no point am I ever buying a car for 90,000 over if they so if i go into and again it's been a few years since i've had to actually negotiate with you know a car salesman or whatever if i have a price in my head i go in and i say if you meet this price i will sign the papers and we'll walk out now and of course they're going to negotiate and i will just stand up and walk away if you don't meet me at my price i'm walking because i will go find what i need somewhere else yeah but, Which everyone should do. So I, I feel like this person had to have been absolutely swindled out of that extra $90,000. Well, it's one of those things that they really wanted it. And then they sat there and they're like, well, I'm not going to find another Z06 for a while. So I want to buy it now. So it's a combination of, yes, were they swindled? Absolutely. Any dealer markup is, is bullshit and it shouldn't be done. It should not be allowed like outside of what would be considered a, a normal business expenditure of like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we mm-hmm. mark up 5%. So that way the dealership can keep operating. Um, and marking up ninety thousand dollars, absolutely not, because that's that's two or three or ten or you know fifteen vehicles, depending on how you know expensive so, they dude, are. That, to someone else, so whatever salesman made that commission check, yeah, he probably made twenty grand off that. That's ridiculous. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, so to give you an idea, like exclusivity and everything, there's like twenty five thousand to thirty thousand Corvettes, I think, that are supposed to be made this year. And that's C8s, which is the new model. Mm-hmm. Uh, Z06 edition of it is like 10% of the total C8 production. So you're talking 2,500. So it's or pretty, so. pretty rare to find. Okay. So, pretty so rare. It but, is rare. But that's not a Ferrari. Well, not Ferrari 458 or, or 488 or whatever. What, what other car like, could you have gotten for that 190? 
Oh, pretty nice cars. Pretty nice cars. But it's like I I've seen a ton of C8 Corvettes around. Base model. You could spend a hundred. Yeah, you could spend one hundred and ninety grand and go get something else nicer. That's well. The funny thing was is when the C8 first because these are gonna just. I mean, they're gonna fall. Yeah. So quickly in price compared to a Ferrari, Lamborghini, or something like that—that's more established. The, the funny thing, more funny thing, was is that it's not funny; it's more sad. But like when the first base model C8s came out, it was advertised at an MSRP of like fifty-five to fifty-seven. It's supposed to be kind of economic. Yeah. So it was—it was, the, it was the most so affordable mid-engine supercar that anyone could buy. But instantly, when they hit dealerships, the cheapest you could get them for was like ninety-five. Yeah. So then, like people were paying forty grand over MSRP to own the cheapest mid-engine car you can buy, but at that point, you could have bought a cheaper Porsche for eighty-five grand, which is mid-engine. Is you it, ever heard of a Toyota MR2? <laughs> it, it's mid-engine. It's, it's pretty it's, cheap. It's technically, that's true. Is, does a Honda Del Sol count as a mid-engine I car? I think so. <laughs> or a Pontiac Fiero. So there's somebody that goes to my gym that drives one of the C8s. But it's parked right up front in the handicap spot, and I still don't know who's, who's handicapped. Yeah, who drives this? I mean, there's nobody rolling in in a wheelchair or you know on crutches or anything like that. So I'm very curious to. I don't know who drives it, but they drive a C8. They park in the handicap spot of my gym every single day that I go, and uh, still have no idea who drives it because everybody. I go to a gym where there's a lot of juice flowing around. Uh, yeah. The, the steroids, if you. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Thanks for the. the <laughs> yeah, there. I, I didn't catch the. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, and uh, extracurriculars. So I haven't seen anybody who I would. Secret sauce. What? Okay, here's a question. Controversial topic to maybe not. I don't know to wrap us up before last call. What? The, what? what I, I think we still have like ten minutes or so before last call. We started at twenty one, right? So I think we got five minutes left. Oh, close enough. Oh, so that, the, that so, seems off. If you're looking at that, okay. I got a little timer over here. I started really late, but I don't know how late. Okay, well, fine. We're gonna have this topic. What does it? What What does it take to get a handicap like sticker on your license plate or like placard in your like windshield thing? That's like, a great question for three people here that don't know any criteria for getting that. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, so obviously, like my grandma has a, a handicap whatever but i don't know if that's necessarily just because she's elderly and therefore she gets one of those stickers i don't like what constitutes to be handicapped i, don't, I, don't I think, think that, there's an application process that'll tell you i did see a guy walking into our gym today uh two prosthetic legs and it made me feel like i'm glad i came to the gym today because if i wouldn't have i would have felt like a real piece of shit <laughs> knowing that that guy went to the gym so um I, I have no idea what constitutes because, I mean, I've been on crutches and stuff like there's, that. There's but, an application process that will tell you that. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there is. But, like, I, I mean, I've been on crutches for, you know, multiple, multiple weeks and they never give me, like, a handicap sticker saying, hey, you can use this until you're better or anything like that. So I'm curious what the application process for a handicap sticker is. It's probably a lot of doctor's notes. Yeah, like, can a doctor's note just, like, take care of that? Like, what, I think what? it's going to be a temporary, like, if you break your leg, it's going to be a temporary thing. I think uh, uh, something that requires a handicap application and uh, an actual, whatever, license or whatever you call it, like, uh, 
like the thing something that's more permanent the thing that you hang in your window yes yeah. yeah, because all of them either had expiration dates or it seems like now that they all have no expiration written on them, so I don't know. Is there an expiration date on those? I don't know. No, they, used there be, used to be, used but to now be, it yes. seems like every single one of them says no expiration. Maybe I just need to ask my grandma, what did you have to do? <laughs> what did you, you have can, to do to get that? Yeah, you have, can look I, online. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you'd have to have a licensed physician give you a note that says, this is my debilitating condition where I cannot walk X amount of feet and I need to be parked up close. Is permit, a doctor's note? Is the word, though. I don't think it's It's probably through the BMV. Is a doctor's note the most powerful note that you can have? Like, is there anything that a doctor's note can't get you? I'm pretty sure the exe- an executive order from the U.S. Yeah, say the president <laughs> say, probably over that. I'd say any, uh, uh, you know, whatever top official from whatever government that you yeah. currently reside under is probably. I don't know. I know I, you're... you're, you're the doctors very highly of doctors and a I doctors think they note. do a ton. I do they do do a ton and I appreciate everything that doctors do and everything they did during covid and everything but I'm just president a, might be a little bit I above f- that. I feel like a doctor's note's pretty powerful. <laughs> just throwing that Crazy out thing there. thing is there's <laughs> president probably gets paid less than some actually majority of doctors. Uh, I will. So, I don't know. Okay. The, no, we're not getting into that topic because I've got a, I've got opinions on that one. I don't want like, your opinions. What, I know we don't want our opinions. Four hundred thousand dollars a year, technically, to be the U.S. president. Technically, technically, yeah. four hundred thousand. Insider trading, salary, in, and then yeah. salary. So, anyway. political connections. Right. It used to be cheaper yeah. than that, so they at least got a pay bump. Good for them. Yeah, they the only <laughs> they fought they real only hard for that one. The, they only changed it. Uh, Executive it, it, order. I want paid more. <laughs> it, yeah, up until 2012, it was still the same rate since 1776. It's like three pennies. Three three pennies was, was the, the going rate for a U.S. president. And a cherry yeah. tree that George Washington cut down. Yeah. Do you think he harvested the cherries off that tree? I don't fucking know. He had wooden teeth. Could he even eat them? <laughs> Is that story even true? I don't know that he had wooden teeth. I don't think teeth. it's true. I don't think any of that's true. No, I think wooden teeth are true. Wooden teeth? But like how do you how do you do wooden teeth? You like, make teeth that are wooden. Okay, I get that, but did they have like fucking denture paste that like they glued in there? Like oh, I use molasses or something. Well, uh, molasses is thick. It is. I mean they didn't have super glue back in the day, like no. what they do. It, it, there's probably a direct correlation between denture technology and human life expectancy <laughs> and it's somewhere across the board here. <laughs> Linear correlation. It's, it's probably directly tied to that because everyone's like, wow, my teeth are shit. We don't have dentists yet. How do I do better care of this? And they're like, well, we don't know. Let's just Apparently start putting did, shit in there. He did not have wooden teeth. Ah, see. No, uh, the truth comes out. So, um, am I so? Oh, what is? Ye- <laughs> Who is his <laughs> dentist? <laughs> what weren't been yet? Sorry. <laughs> what is scurvy? <laughs> I, it, I, like, it was a it was a disease that a lot of sailors got because it was lack of vitamins that they didn't lack eat. of vitamin C. I yeah, believe. vitamin C. I think was the most one because they'd be on the sea for a long time, okay. and they're just eating <laughs> just fish that they caught, so they had no vitamins at all, and they would get scurvy, and it was like a really bad disease that would spread pretty easily too. I think. 
so like but scurvy isn't like a teeth oral hygiene disease correct I honestly because that, that's all Google like yeah. uh, you I don't have a computer in front of me I'm sorry what, is, what, what swollen, why do you have a keyboard swollen <laughs> you need a psych a, a psych exam because you're like I don't have a keyboard or so, a computer so yes, for me was, can I get it, a handicap no where's your TV monitor it said it was a deficiency of vitamin C, like we said, characterized by swollen, bleeding gums and okay. the opening uh. of previously healed wounds, which particularly affected poorly nourished sailors until the end of the 18th century. Oh, so so we cured scurvy? Well, for the most part, by the turn of the century. Is there I, anything doctors I would, can't do? I, I, will, I would not say that it's it's cured. It's just not common because most people meet their vitamin C needs on a daily basis or a weekly basis at that point. Yeah. By the way, I heard polio is back. Oh, wow. There have been some cases of polio that have been arising. Well, good for the people that didn't get vaccinated on that. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it's very rare, obviously, because of the polio vaccine. But yeah, I heard polio came back for a brief time i don't know if we've cured that or not but well it was mostly thought that it was cured because everyone got the polio vaccine and then people didn't get it stopped getting it and then now they actually have polio so good for them you know it's gonna ruin their life medicine you know i i don't get i'm I'm sorry i'm just rambling at this point just wasting time until the last call but like doctors back in the day that used to use like leeches and stuff like i i just i would i don't want to live in that time period because obviously that's a terrible time to like live in but like the thought process of oh you have a blood disease let's use this leech to get the disease out of you like like the logic behind some of these things it's back not logic in the day. it's thousands of years of trial and error before modern medicine it was just like i want oh, you to just... tell me one time that a leech worked <laughs> and tell me that that's trial and error <laughs> I, I, well unfortunately i didn't live in that time time period but it probably did that's why it was the prevailing thing it was like oh yeah just leeches <laughs> they'll get the bad blood your body regenerates new blood boom problem solved love a good plague doctor yeah i heard nose and yeah, all yeah well yeah that, like what was the there's, what was the thing of that like there, they had something up inside yeah, of the was, nose well, it was, that, it was to, I, there was something in it though it was to help him it was, i thought i thought it was to help prevent them from smelling just the constant dead flesh <laughs> of disgusting okay wounds. also back in the day there was no sanitary conditions at yeah. all people even in the civil war they're just everywhere. like pouring whiskey on shit like this is fine you know here you go in inside of the nose though i like i read up on it at one point there's something in there that was thought to be able to like push away whatever was up in the air that, that was the thought i th- i think I, it's just i think it just had like i feel like shit in there any yeah, like fucking i don't know so it was probably garlic well, I, I don't know. Those vampires. I almost feel like garlic pretzel knots from Papa John's back in the day. <laughs> I almost feel like anybody back in the day could have just said, "I'm a doctor now." Like, well, yeah, like there was no hundred percent. There no, was no the med plague, school. The, the plague doctors were not like licensed. Well, obviously not licensed, but like if you read up on them, 
there there was actually some doctors that were somewhat reputable, and then these ones were not at all. <laughs> like they're just like, I'm a doctor now. So no, it's just a man showed up in a top hat. He's like, yeah, I want. Hey, the morning to you. What do you got? Some scurvy going on? This or is what? off of Wikipedia, so yeah. people can take whatever credits they want on that. But it's in many cases source. these doctors were not experienced physicians See. or surgeons. Instead, being volunteers, second-rate doctors, or young doctors just starting a career. Yeah, like so, they were not. Yes, they're not the they're not the cream of the crop. We're not going to John Hopkins. You're you're getting the fucking guy down the road. You're praying he knows what happened. You yeah. know what? I think I just found out where the saying "You can be anything you want to be" comes from. <laughs> it comes from the 1700s, where mom, I'm gonna be a doctor because nobody <laughs> can tell that, me I can't. It says plague doctors rarely cured patients. <laughs> Instead, serving to record death tolls and number of infected people for demographic purposes. It's like. He's, he's dead. dead. They're just doing logistics. They're just like, hey, he's dead as fuck. Another one. Another, get the abacus out. The doctor's notes is just a bunch of tally marks. Right? <laughs> like That's it. In right. the France and the mm-hmm. Netherlands, plague doctors often lacked medical training and referred to as empirics. Plague doctors were known as a municipal or a community plague doctors, whereas general practitioners were separated, separate doctors and both might be in the same Listen, man, I have no idea what I'm doing. It just sounds good. Hey, man. Hey, slap some leeches on that shit. You'll be all right. It's fine. But he had the beak mask. That's all that matters. That's good smelling stuff in there. All right, boys. Is that time of the night? What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week, uh, unfortunately, because we're not live, it's going to be less of a visual thing. We will post this video to YouTube, so if you want to see the visuals, you can. We're going to go back to the thing that we were trying to do with Sean last week, and then we ended up doing the impromptu Jeopardy thing. So, all right. So, change the scene. Drum roll. Okay, uh, we're, we're good. Mike. We're good. Now I have to click on this file. There we are. Oh, we're good. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. IT department. Let's so, go. The only thing now that I have to do is hit the left arrow on the keyboard. Yes, that's, that's it. That's let the me, problem. Let me, let me, that's okay. the let problem. Me, yes. Okay. That's, it's, it's, <laughs> oh, I'm the problem. Yes. <laughs> Your left hand makes a legitimate L, and you got to look at it, okay? Yes. Uh, so, so, so to preface this last call, um, there's been a recent internet sensation, and it's called AI painters or AI generators, like whatever you want to call it. But a, one, a couple that have gotten really popular over the last little bit of time was uh, a, these AIs that can you can type in a string of words and it will create a picture or painting based off of those words and all that ai is doing is it's going out it has obviously has a knowledge base of something and it will try and paint an accurate picture to do that yeah so family all, guy does the same thing so yeah. exactly yeah. so all of these pictures that i'm gonna make these guys guess what the prompt was are not human created this is all based off of some ai there's a couple of dolly dolly two some of the other ones so they these two have to guess what the ai was given to make the picture 
But you know what the prompts were. You know what the prompts I were. I know. I remember most of them. This was <laughs> oh, movie last God. week, and I had to. I had to. I had to remove the titles because you can see the title of the picture on the top of the thing. So I was like, I can't have what was there. So I can look at it. So yeah, you're already. By, but, no, well, by the way, this is Paddington's court case from Paddington Two. Okay, so. well you're close. So, so, so let's get. Let's, so let's, let's. This is where he gets convicted. No, so this, sent to prison. This is where we start. Is so what it was the. That the AI got to make this picture. I, I'm I'm guessing. Patty, so we, are we going in order here? Or are we just you like can guess, going you can at guess. it? You guys can. I'm, I'm, tag team. I'm guessing Paddington too. I'm guessing that is literally the. Yeah. Uh, this is Paddington on trial for the murder of uh, who was Snuffleupagus. No, it, <laughs> was it uh, who was uh, OJ Simpson's wife? Oh Jesus. <laughs> No, that's what I, that's a legit like <laughs> let's combine those things like Paddington and then what uh you can type whatever you want into this but yes continue on I would love to hear where you're going with this um Paddington son. on trial for or the murder of OJ's wife okay well, who, who's OJ's wife I I don't remember Nicole something Anna Nicole, Nicole Smith yeah Anna Nicole yeah Anna Nicole Smith was that, yeah, that was, no as no. a part of no not as a part of OJ's Nicole murder. Brown Simpson yeah sorry Nicole that's Brown. embarrassing <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith yeah we're Nicole oh. Brown Simpson okay so we, we anyway. said it last week that uh, what a, what do you call it pop culture yeah not, not our thing, thing. Not, not our thing. thing we learned not that so Warner was the closest. the The prompt was See? it's See? Paddington on trial for his murder, <laughs> and it didn't say who he murdered, but it's just Paddington on trial for murder. Oh, oh that's it. I got yes. a little. You got you, you got a little, little specific. Sorry, a little, a little specific. specific. Yeah. Now, if it was for OJ's wife, he would have had a glove on. He clearly does Probably, not have yeah. a glove. His on. hands yeah. not really well painted. You know what? Out. I, I think we need to do is post the the edition of it. <laughs> so that Warner's right. <laughs> no, no, I want to see what the result is of it. Like, you could. You, you, have yeah. to, you have to gain access to these AIs, but yeah, you, you could try. All right, so that's number one. Number two. Is there a paywall? All right, so. Oh, these are the three crows from Dumbo for sure. So mm-hmm. this is the three crows as undertakers after Dumbo dies because of a flying accident. Um, three plague doctors. <laughs> 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 uh, I have no idea. I, I wait. Dumbo. There were three crows in Dumbo. Yeah. Oh, the crows at the end. The real racist know, southern man. crows I, that were. Oh, like. Wow. Uh, I mean, that's a thing. Like. Um. Yeah, I have nothing. Three crows uh, consulting. They're are looking at their taxes and wondering why the government screwing them over. So this one. To kind of tie it to the last one, <laughs> it was three Victorian crows attempting to solve a murder that probably was done was by Paddington. Was it Paddington? It could have oh. been. Oh. It, it could have been. I don't know if it See, was. Okay, so that one's got it like a, a magnifying glass, like he's looking at something. I thought it was like a piece of paper first. But definitely you, checking their taxes. You see the magnifying glass? Oh, where, where Always read the fine print, kids. Oh, I see it. Yep. Okay. Right. Next. Oh, that's... Good boy down bad. <laughs> good boy down bad. That's pretty good. Oh, man. It's so it's be- a picture of a dog at a bar looking real sad, and he's got a glass of whiskey next to him. So good boy down bad. Um, Man. Uh, dog days of summer. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Big Florence and the Machines fan here. <laughs> dog days are over, right? Yeah. No. All right. This, so this one was I don't know. Dog drinking at a bar. Sad digital art. Oh, I was one hundred percent right. You were close. <laughs> I mean, if you just want me to describe the things in the photo, but that's the dog pr- that's... in bar with drink. <laughs> And it, I will nail this might, every time. You might have. You might have gotten it, oh, but you didn't. Well, that was just, that, this that just was got problem. easier. Well, we'll see. Next next photo. Paddington drunk in bar. <laughs> After murder. murder. Oh, iceberg lettuce hits iceberg waves. <laughs> Titanic hitting iceberg lettuce. I, iceberg lettuce crashes into iceberg. Aaron got it. It was Titanic hit iceberg lettuce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See the ship in the back? That's the Titanic. Yeah. And then it's hitting the... It's, it's going to come into the... There's no iceberg. Jack. There's no whatever her name <laughs> yeah, was. There's, there's no big floating Mrs. door. Jack wasn't you there until after the hit happens. You Mrs. Know? You can't get on my door with me. So for all of you whatever. who are thinking, wow, this sucks on the podcast. You should tune in to our YouTube channel or the live stream because this is where the visual goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so warning, you should post on the YouTube channel. Oh, what a, yeah, we'll, we'll do it on this one especially. All right, next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's really funny. <laughs> Chewbacca, Chewbacca uh, picks out a new right? carpet. I don't even know what's on the right. I mean, he's clearly in a store that's a shelf. This doesn't even look like AI. This looks like somebody with a Chewbacca puppet took a picture at fucking me, Home these Depot. These are all AI. These, everything these, else looks every, like uh, everything uh, here is painted, from AI. Painted. All of it's all AI. This literally no. I think you, the AI, you also can tell them to do it in a certain art style. You don't have to. I, I think the AI scoured the internet for somebody using a Chewbacca puppet to look at fucking uh, carpeting. So I'm saying Chewbacca picks out new carpet. Uh, Chewbacca picks out a new dog bone. Dog, dog. I don't know, man. It looks like a dog. Aaron bone. Aaron was close. It was Chewbacca picking out his new throw rug at Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, throw rug <laughs> at Bed Bath and Beyond. That's one hundred percent not AI painted. That's it's, not a painting. These are all AI painted. Keep, oh, continue on. Sir. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Thanos smokes a peas pipe. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh oh my god what was that noise i don't know what that Did was you hear that? do we right. have a doorbell now no definitely not I, it's not installed yet. oh then i, I have, have no idea no idea what that sound was oh this is grin grimace <laughs> grimace meets thanos uh meets uh assassin's creed hanging out in the washington monument smoking the devil's lettuce that was very cool. descriptive. That was very descriptive and quite the jump. <laughs> this is Thanos smoking a joint with his homies back at the crib. <laughs> I was close. You were close. <laughs> okay. Tell me that doesn't look like a buffed up Thanos. It is. That, that literally. Yeah, no, like, no, that is are you, you mean Grimace? Oh, sorry. Buffed up Grimace. <laughs> no, I'm an idiot. Grimace, <laughs> Grimace lays off the McDonald's. <laughs> Starts yeah. working out. Gets but then the, the guy on the left. Definitely Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. I see that. Right. 100%. You see that? Yeah, and I then, see that. And then if you look at the Washington Monument, like the, the, the obelisk, 
they have two windows, and then so that's where I got that two windows on the left. Two, there's two windows on every side. You're diving deep on this one, Mike. Yeah, no, it. I'm 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 very specific. All right, keep All right going. Sean, how many more we got? We have a few. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ! Oh, fine. Uh, this is steampunk. Uh, steampunk in France or uh, in Paris, or uh, steampunk Paris is what I'm gonna call it. Um, I'm gonna say Mad Max invades Paris. No, he's right. It was it was Paris in a steampunk theme. Oh. Dope. Yeah. Got that one. I don't really know what steampunk is, but okay. If you don't know, you you don't deserve to belong. Okay. All well, right, let's well, continue that, on. <laughs> well, that was rude. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, shit. Like, I kind of want to say because seven, eight, nine... So, like, you know that joke, like, yes, why is six yes, afraid yes, of seven? Yes, because yes. seven, eight, nine. Yeah, that's not it. So it's three pool balls, and there's a pool stick, like, stamped into the ground, and it has the number eight on it. I'm just going to say, I'm going to keep it really simple. Horrified pool balls. Aaron? I, I said because seven, eight, nine. Oh, well, he was close. It was billiard balls afraid of the cue. Dramatic. <laughs> the dude who looked... Rather dramatic. Yeah. So I'll give you that one. That one works. Well, that one looks scared. That one looks terrified. That one looks confused. No, the, one, the, the red one, the red oh, one looks look like terrified. he has not slept in 10 months. <laughs> also, you might have scurvy. The one on the right definitely has scurvy. Look at those. <laughs> the one on the right. His gums aren't bleeding. He's fine. Yeah, look at the bags under that one's eyes. All right. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> If you don't make this one in, like word for word correct, I don't care. Giraffe being pleasured underwater. Oh wow, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck? Oh, hot tub. Am I wrong? Yes, you are wrong. Yeah, okay. you're, you're very wrong. Jesus, what the fuck, Thompson? Also, a random thought here. That is a rather deep hot tub. <laughs> okay, that I, has yeah. to be deep. Yeah. That's at least a nine foot hot dog. Yeah, that's a deep pool. Just answer uh, the question, boys. What's the problem um, for it? Giraffe, giraffe hot tub. Incorrect. It's giraffe in a bath having a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. So we'll switch back to the regular pain here. That's the last one. That was oh, that was the last one? one. That was the last one. I had to, I had to, I had to really scrounge for those. So I that was, scrounge. Yeah, because a lot of them were everything that everyone would try and put on there. So they're very obvious. Like one of them was Demi Gorgon from Stranger Things was a basketball, and I was like, <laughs> well, they're immediately gonna know that. Like I can't choose that one because that's super easy. Grimace as a plague doctor in <laughs> on a ship with scurvy. You know what? We might have to try to get access to one of these AIs. You you can you can request. It just takes a little bit of time because like they're literally just passion projects. They're not like spit, sent by anything. So if anybody out there has access to one of these AIs and wants to let us like dictate some of the stuff yeah, we'll, that it creates, oh, do, we'll we'll do it good. We'll do, we'll do, some do it nice justice. hashtags. We'll we'll tag your art in it. We'll do whatever. Let's do that. That'd like be fun. It. We'd love to we'll, we'll love to work with you. I like it. Well, thank you for hanging out with us on this Friday. Um, again, we will post when we're live. Follow us on Instagram at the T H E E Last Call Podcast. TikTok, same tag. 
Uh, we'll get our stuff posted on YouTube, but appreciate you hanging out with us. Anything else from you guys? I'm good. Uh, I'm not a plague doctor, so don't listen to any of the advice that we've given today. Yeah, we are not doctors. Do not take our medical advice. Nope. Yeah. But definitely eat some vitamin C. For the Last Call Podcast, I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. That's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends. Closing time. This room won't be open till your brothers or your sisters come. So gather up your jackets, move it to the exits. I hope you have found a friend.